Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Hala Hala Podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. We at the Hollow Hollow Podcast acknowledge that our creative project spans these areas and territories and are grateful for the traditional knowledge keepers and elders who are with us today, those who have gone before us, and the youth that inspires us. We recognize the land and benefits it provides all of us as an act of reconciliation, as recommended by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's 94 Calls to Action, and gratitude to those whose territory we reside on, work on, or are visiting. I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Gonquin and Nishtabag people. And I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. It's warm up. What do you it have is. for us for this December? This December, Kuya, you and I are very busy. And and folks, this is an early happy birthday to my Kuya. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank December you. 4th, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is when this episode airs, right? It's so. actually, it actually is very good timing. Now, <laughs> yes, it is. If you guys know us, Jazzy and I are pretty organized when it comes to gift giving. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I haven't checked in with you. We, mm-hmm. my wife and I, Emily, we're sort of nearing the end. Yeah. Like the kids are almost done. Our families are almost done. And I know that you're pretty organized too. Cause I mean, you're, you're juggling all these things. And yes. Yes. Let's be selfish. Let's okay. play a game of let's give our adult Christmas wish list this year. I've got five categories. You're okay. going to tell me off the cuff okay. what we'd order. I'll go first just to jog your brain. Yes, so, yes. on our Christmas wish list. Now, here's the thing. A toy. I'm not going to lie, Kuya. Uh-huh. Did you see the Lego Avenger Tower? I did see it, it's, actually. It's uh, $500 plus. I don't know where I would put it. 31 figurines, <laughs> including Kevin Feige. You can reenact oh all the fun scenes. Even the two American Captain Americas fighting each other. And then yeah. you have them pose on the ground. That's America's ass. I would kill for this. Oh I can never validate it. I don't know where you've been to my house. I don't know where I put it. But you like, would need a separate room. I like, need a separate you'd, room. You'd need it would take up your entire basement or your garage. Like you know? like if I didn't want to work, I'd just take everything off my desk. And I would Emily would not be happy with you if I no, got she would go and she, would not- she would go out and buy the Titanic then. She goes, <laughs> You buy that, I will buy the Titanic. Fair enough. And I'm like, fair we enough. have nowhere to put things. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Is there any toys that you would love to splurge on and get this 2023? Oh, yes. Well, let me hear you. I think about it in terms of adult toys. Okay, go ahead. I would actually get myself what's called the Osmo Pocket 3 by DGI. I have the Osmo Pocket 2. And this one just has like a flip screen and all of this stuff. It's basically a camera that mimics a chicken head. And I kid you not, <laughs> the reason why it has that, it's actually based on chicken head technology, believe it or okay. not. And the reason why it's so special is, is, is because it's a small handheld camera that you can take to events, be really, like, it's so unintrusive mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And the beauty behind it is, is that it's got a gimbal. And a gimbal actually is a stabilizer. And okay. it the technology of a chicken head so that when it moves, it bobbles along just like a chicken head as you take videos of 
family parties and stuff like that. So as we get to the Christmas holidays, it's like, I'm that uncle that, you know, would have been the equivalent of some type of like camera. Well, here I am, but with something a little bit less intrusive and more stable instead of like, oh my gosh, you know, like there's so much bumping around and stuff like that. So that would be the adult toy that I would want. This would be the toy that I would want for Christmas this year. All right. Experience now it could be concert, it could be something big. I'll be honest with you. When Mariah Carey announced her Christmas concert, did you almost want to buy tickets? I was so close. I'm like, it's in Montreal, mm-hmm. it isn't far, but she's smart. Her people behind her, when she did that, she knows she's down with the Filipinos. She's like, Bourbon, totally. I love, I my love people. that. Too. Let them sing. She's Let just them sing all it in it. September, but she's yeah, super sure. smart. I was like, yeah. Mariah. This is great. You're exhausted, but it's worth it. You're in the holidays. You ring in the holidays. Well, like, she wanted to be queen of Christmas. Unfortunately, she, she lost that lawsuit, right? But yeah, <laughs> you remember that lawsuit that she was trying to sue somebody she's trying to, yeah, for, the, exactly. for, for, for the queen of Christmas title? Anyways, I mean, she's unofficially <laughs> the queen of Christmas. She's yeah. also smart because she's basically workshopped this tour for the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And so now she's kind of expanded it. I just keep thinking to myself, is she buying like a house or is she sending the kids to school? Is she saving up for the college front? Probably. I mean, I would say the same thing about Madonna and Heartbeat, of course, with all of her, which leads me to my experience. Yes, what's your experience? So, okay. (laughs) Madonna 65. Right. She, before she was supposed to launch her tour, she went into that bacterial coma for two days. She's been actually saying in concert that she almost died. And when she woke up, she was just really thankful. And Mm -hmm. I just keep thinking to myself, what if this was going to be the last Madonna tour? I would want to experience this as much as I can. So folks already know this because I've intimated it on the podcast that (laughs) I'm seeing her at least twice in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And... I've decided to also see her in the pit. So there are these two pit areas around the stage. And everyone's been like, you got to experience this show from the pit. It's amazing from the pit. So I got myself a ticket and I'm headed down to Atlanta to go see that. But I I I want to be on the other side now, right? So I've got tickets for pit two, but I want to be in pit one. Now in Toronto, I've got floor tickets, which I'm great and I'm happy for, but I want to now experience pit one. So that's what I want for Christmas is a pit one experience of Madonna on the celebration tour. So I'm eagerly looking for that somewhere in North America. If I can find a ticket, I'm headed out there to have that. Yeah, Is the pit more expensive than floor seats? It's about it's about the same. About the same. Yeah, oh, it's well about then. The same. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. In fact, the most expensive tickets are the ones that are in front of the stage. But everyone that has those tickets are like, actually, you don't see that much. You see a lot more in the she pit. She moves around, right? And yes, moves around. She moves around a lot on this particular tour. And the actual staging seems to take up most of the floor in a lot of ways. And so and there's like moving parts from what I understand. So I'm very curious to see. But people are all agreed, at least on the community listservs, like get into pit one or pit two. I've got tickets for pit two, but I'd like to have a much more comprehensive experience. I love it. I love it. So yeah, so that's my experience and my wish list. That's taste test 2024. That's taste Mm -hmm. test 2024. Taste test 24, for sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So something foodie oriented. Now, I haven't been into this vibe. I do love a charcuterie. Yes. She's cute. I would love someone to make me a butterboard. Oh, yes. A butterboard. I've seen, I've seen, I've, those. I've I've seen, seen them and I'm those. like, I haven't yeah. made it. And I just think a little tenuous for me because, you know, butter. 
Yes, at room yes. temperature and finding it. But like, I would love if someone made one for me, just buttered it out. This is just an excuse for me hinting. Tara, if you're listening, our lovely friend Tara <laughs> in Toronto, the next time I visit, you make us a butterboard. I haven't experienced yet. I think that would be lovely. I'm sure she would probably make that in a flash. I mean, they keep saying that it's the cheaper version of a charcuterie board, but anything that I've ever seen on like Instagram reels or whatever the case may be, like they look fancy these days. And I think to myself, that yeah, probably costs as much as, as I a think charcuterie so too. board. Yeah. Cause I'd want pomegranate like sprinkled. Right. Like I, I'd want, you know, I want it to look pretty. So yes, if, if someone can do that for me, I would love it. What about you, Kuya? What would be on your foodie wish list? Well, it's probably more of a drink-like wish list than anything else. But I would actually like to be seated at the Fairmount Hotel Royal York's Thirsty Elf. So in and around this time, yes. So the Thirsty (laughs) Elf at the Fairmount Royal York (laughs) opens up a Christmas lounge and you can have all these yummy cocktails like a gingerbread beach house or a Christmas s'more or winter (laughs) wonderland. I'm just like dying to have it. Like I've seen it last year on Instagram and you have to have like reservations. So I totally want this kind of foodie cocktail experience is really what I want. So I want to go to the thirsty elf. That's what I want for Christmas is also to go to the thirsty elf. Now, our pop culture is our life. You've, mm-hmm. you've been listening to us for the past five years. Listen, I feel like because of the strike being over, SAG after strike being over, I'm getting my wish. Right. Abbott Elementary returns for its next season starting in February with an hour premiere. Yes, They've been working yes. hard. I know Quinta Brunson, when the writing crew, after the writer strike, their people got really started getting busy. So they're working very hard for like, and usually they were supposed to have a 22 order because they're on ABC. Mm-hmm. For them to start in February... That's right. pretty magnificent. Right, 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 right. Like with all this delay and good for her to get through people employed and working. So right, right. I cannot wait pop culture wise to consume this in February. I'm sure we'll talk about this more. What about you, pop culture? Well, I feel like I got already an early Christmas gift a couple of days ago, which was actually Lucasfilm announcing that Dave oh. Filoni is now going to head up Lucasfilm in terms of overall franchise story. He's going to be now the chief creative officer at the production company. And I'm just like, of all the visions of Star Wars, he's the (laughs) one that I gravitate to all the shows too. So Star Wars Rebels, Ahsoka, like all of that stuff. And so I'm just really excited. He's the one that kind of came up with the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. There you go. Yeah. And so I feel like I got an early Christmas gift, but Since we're asking anyway, (laughs) if I can just be a little bit greedy, because I think I've been a good boy this last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would want an early release of Star Wars The Acolyte, which is a new series that's set 100 years before the Skywalker saga. So that's what I would like to see. I know it's scheduled for 2024. It can't come out earlier as far as I'm concerned. I love I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Finally, lifestyle apparel. Now, listen. You've told me before, and the lessons mm-hmm. you've taught me as we grow older, since yes, my 20s, yes. fashion is cyclical. Yes, it totally is. <laughs> Look at, I've noticed Gen Z, they're asking for Uggs. In their Christmas I, know, list. I know, I know. I'm loving this. Now, my Uggs are suddenly fashionable again, and I know. You know what, like, J-Lo's releasing This Is Me Now, 2024. Like, I know. Kuya, are velour tracksuits returning? I think they Is are, but did you up? notice what I'm wearing? I'm wearing my velour Santa-inspired hoodie. Like Ooh, you, you I, might not be able if to it's see coming it, back, yes. 
It's I'm coming back. Comfort. I don't care if people made fun of Adam Sandler. He was a visionary. Be comfortable. Yeah, totally. Wear leisure wear. Yeah, leisure no wear all the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am all about that. If we're going to this, and I think literally it was just today J-Lo released, I am releasing This Is Me 20. It's coming back. <laughs> it is coming back. The aughts are coming back, and I am there for it. With full force. Yeah, me too. With full force. And comfortable shoes. Totally. Comfortable Comfortable. Like, I may sound fuzzy when I'm walking around because you'll hear me, but I love it. All right. <laughs> Lifestyle apparel for you. What would be on your wish list? Well, it's same thing. Leisure apparel. Comfy, comfy, comfy. But I still kind of want to look fashionable enough. And so not to say that everything else isn't fashionable, but I discovered these really stretchy, fun jeans by Warp and Weft. And it's part of the reason why when I was in Ottawa this past weekend with you, I (laughs) I literally raided the Simons at the Rideau Center, (laughs) any of the Warp and Weft jeans for men. So that's one. The other in terms of a lifestyle choice is Anything from Carhartt WIP. It's a thing that all the kids are wearing. But I have to say, they're fun. Like, I love wearing some of their stuff. They're fashionable. They're practical. They've got great colors. Now, if you know about the Carhartt brand, it's been around for a long time. Oh, yeah, exactly. You can find it in places like Walmart and Myers in the United States. Mark's Workhouse. Yeah, exactly. Mark's Work Warehouse. However, they have licensed out that brand to their fashion house, which is called, again, WIP or Carhartt WIP, which stands for work in progress. And they've got really cool workwear that's been, if you will, modernized and made urban. So it's really fun. And I really like some of the stuff. And so there are two stores and uh, one of them is New York. So when I get to New York, that's where I head to automatically. So yeah, Carhartt WIP. That's what I want for Christmas. I think we've uh, exhausted these lovely adult wish lists. Mm-hmm. Folks, we want to hear what are on your wish list. We love email. Email us at holoholopopculture at gmail.com. The Holo Holo Podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. Mm. Please subscribe, rate us, leave a review, tell your friends about us. You can find us on social media. I stand at our Instagram account, which is at holoholopopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Fadian. Our musical theme is by Cheltering, and we'll see all of you again real soon. Happy birthday, Kuya. Oh, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. <laughs>